Hey community, well look, thank you for listening to this first episode, it's just a test run to see how this whole system works and um, yeah, I'm just going to leave you there, see ya, bye. Hello, welcome to the growth spiral, so this is the introduction to the growth spiral and I, I thought it would be worthwhile just exploring what the Growth Spiral podcast is going to be all about. Just so if you want to continue to listen, then you sort of have an understanding of where the episodes will be going from this point forwards. So, what is the Growth Spiral? Well, a couple of years ago, what I did was I took all of the uh, productivity and efficiency uh, systems that I could find and I mapped them out against each other and I looked at the core stages that the majority of these systems have and from that from that cross analyzation I mapped out a series of steps that I believe to be one of the most powerful uh, powerful productivity systems powerful producing learning growing systems uh, and it it's so far it's working for me and it helps me to understand uh, what is required to live my best life and achieve any of the goals that I want to achieve in life so fundamentally this podcast is going to be about introducing people <clears throat> sorry about that introducing people to the idea of what the growth spiral is, uh, what steps are required, and basically what things can we do each and every day to help us get closer to living uh, our best lives, living our lives uh, as an individual, you know, as part of a family, uh, as part of a group of friends, as part of your work, or a business if you're a business owner in this case. And all the way up through, what is your contribution going to be to humanity as a whole? You know, how are you going to make the environment in which humanity and all animal and creatures on the planet, how are we going to make this world better? How are we going to find our place within the universe? So it's quite a a large topic, really. You know, (laughs) what does it look like? What does it mean to live our best lives? But this is what the growth spiral is about. And yeah, so the steps involved in the growth spiral. So the very first step in the growth spiral is, I guess you need to recognize that we start, everyone starts out in the same place. And that, that place is the everyday world. It's the common reality common day for all of us you know like if you're uh, if you're a millionaire you have a common everyday reality it just happens that you're you're working like a millionaire the beauty about the growth spiral is it doesn't matter what level you're at you can always use the growth spiral to reach your next milestone in life no matter what level you are you know this the system applies to someone like Steve Bezos from Amazon uh, you know, Bill Gates, all the way down to a stay-at-home mum that 
is struggling to look after her kids and and you know get them off to school in the morning. So it's quite a it's quite a flexible system. So the first stage is recognizing that we are in an everyday pattern, everyday stage of life. The next thing we need to do, you know, and I'm going to tell a story because I think a story is a great way of explaining the idea of explaining the topic. So we're, we're lost in a forest and we have no idea where we are. We've been walking around in circles, repeating that over and over time and time again and we just have no idea what is required in order to you know, get ourselves out of this forest so that is the everyday world we're going through our days repeating the same things over and over you know, hoping to live the, the, good, the good life so what is the first step after that? well the very first step after you know the day-to-day life is actually to get some perspective, get your vision, get a higher vantage point where you can now see new opportunities, new horizons, if you will. So you're in a forest, what do you do? Well, if it was me, I would look for the tallest tree I could find and the closest, and I would go and climb that tree, basically. Climb up to the top, and once up at the top of that tallest tree, I now have perspective on the surrounding lands. I can see way off into the distance. And, you know, once you're up in that tree and you have that perspective, you now need to pick a destination that you think is going to uh, be something that you want to get to, you know. In this story, well, the guy who's up at the top of the tree, he wants to be rich and famous. So he thinks to himself, how can I become rich and famous? Well, you know, I know dragon slayers. Well, they could, they get a lot of fame and they sure get a lot of wealth. They're well received by the towns uh, who celebrate them as heroes. And because of the service that they've done by slaying dragons, they get a lot of money. So, he sees a mountain way off in the distance, and he's sure that he'll find a dragon there. So what does he do? He sets that as his intention. That is his massive goal that he's decided to to set for himself. So he says, okay, that mountain over there, that is my goal. And that is the, the first stage of the growth spiral, is setting yourself a goal getting perspective looking around finding a goal that's worthy of achieving for yourself you know it has to align to your values so his values are money and fame so what is the next stage in the growth spiral well so the first stage you're lost. You're just repeating the same thing over and over. It's currently your everyday world, whatever that is. Next stage is to set yourself a goal. Third stage is to recognize where you are right now, you know, which is basically.
basically just taking a stock take of what you currently have at your disposal. You know, for our character in the story, he recognizes that he's at the top of a tree. He's lost in the middle of a forest, and he's come from a, what would you say, a merchant background. Uh, so he, he has merchantile skills, which unfortunately aren't going to help him right now. So what does he do? Uh, that's his stock take. He knows where he is. He's in the forest, top of the tree, merchant skills, that's about it. And he's lost. And let's just say the sun is about to go down, so it's starting to go into nighttime. So what does that do by taking that stock take? doesn't have to be doesn't have to take a long time but you need to recognize uh, you know the key the keys items which you are hoping to achieve uh, with that goal so he wants to be a dragon slayer okay well he's currently a merchant he wants to be at that dragon mountain well he's currently lost in a forest he's you know it's about to be to become nighttime and yeah so what does that do well having a destination which is a goal and knowing your starting point which is taking that stock take of where he is currently gives you a starting point and an end point and when you have those two points you can create a plan and a plan is think about a map it's a map of taking you from your starting point to your finish point and it's a journey, it's a, it's a, a line. Most people hope that that line is straight between those two points, you know, as the crow flies in a straight line. Unfortunately, life does not really work that way. So you'll find that, you know, the journey, even though you set out to go in a straight line, you're gonna find obstacles and deviations along that path, which take you off on, on tangents that you had not expected. So the end journey is going to be a wiggling line back and forth. Sometimes you're going to have to backtrack and go back along the path that you've just walked along. Uh, but in the end, the, the goal of reaching that X on the map, that final goal, it, it acts as your guiding uh, marker. You know, if you start getting off track and you have that map, you will very clearly see that you're heading off in the wrong direction and that you're not getting any closer to the goal that you've set. So, what is planning, what does a map look like? So this is the fourth stage in the growth spiral. First, recognize the everyday, you know, cycle that you're in, everyday world. So first, so second step after that is identifying uh, a major goal that you would like well it doesn't have to be a major just a goal that you want to work towards and achieve third step is identifying and taking a stock take and finding your starting position and now the fourth step is making a plan that takes you from your start to your finish now the plan will comprise of a series of steps that takes you along a, a gradient, uh, an incremental gradient from where you are right now to where you want to be. Because at the end of the day, you need to understand that uh, the journey is linear in terms of 
the steps that you need to take. You need to take one step after another step after another step and you always have to start with the next step. You know, you can't skip five steps ahead, <laughs> unfortunately, because you know, think about a journey, you need to put one foot in front of the other. That's how you progress along that journey. So you can have milestones on that journey. In fact, this is the best way of doing it is to break that massive goal down into sub goals or milestones. So for instance, you can break that massive goal down into, uh, you know, so let's say that the mountain is, I don't know, let's say 50 miles away. So being 50 miles away and we're up in the top of the tree, well, we can clearly see the next 10 miles but we can't see what happens after those 10 miles because it's way off in the distance there and our eyes aren't that good and we're not high enough we don't have a good enough vantage point at this point in time so we don't have a good enough vantage point at this point in time so what do we want to do what can we do well we focus on what we can see so we can see the next 10 miles, great. So let's make a plan for those next 10 miles. And just make an assumption about the, the remaining 40 for the moment. We'll say that when we get to the 10 miles, we're gonna take another stock take uh, and make another plan because you know, we have no idea what is gonna happen at that point. So first 10 miles, that is, the, that is gonna get us out of the forest. So the first 10 miles is going to get us out of the forest, so that is our first major milestone. So along our journey to get to that dragon mountain, we need to get out of the forest. So he can see that, and being in a high vantage point as he is, he can see the path, a rough path, a rough journey of, basically a rough journey of how he's going to get from where he is right now on the top of the tree to out of the forest. So what does he need to do? He can, he looks down upon the, the ground that he can see as he's looking from out, from the top of the tree. And he can see a path going from, you know, his tree to a stream, you know, to a bridge and then out of the forest. So now he's broken his milestone of getting out of the, the forest down into another two or three smaller tasks. The task of getting to the stream, another task of crossing the bridge, and a final task of getting out of the forest. And depending upon the size of the goal, you can keep breaking those tasks down. Keep breaking the goal down into smaller and smaller increments until you get to an, achieve, an achievable increment that you can action right now and, and check it off within a single uh, session or a single segment. So he knows that you know, he can make it to the stream in the forest in roughly an hour. And he knows the general direction and he has got a, a rough path that he, he can see and walk through the forest towards. Great, so that's the fourth step. 
making a plan. So what is the next step after making a plan? Well, after you've got a plan, the next step is to actually take the first step. To actually put your feet on the ground and take a step forward. Now, you could say just taking the next step. Uh, I think it is important to note that taking the first step is a, is a huge deal because you're going from zero to one. You're going from walking around in circles to taking uh, a conscious, committed step uh, towards your dreams. You're going from zero to one, which is actually an infinite difference of change. So what do we do? Well, what's the first step? He's looking down at the ground and he can... Uh, he realizes that, you know, in the forest there are monsters and wild animals. So what he needs is he needs some way of protecting himself. He also recognizes that the night is fast approaching. And that if he wants to make progress in the night, this guy, this merchant, he needs to make uh, a torch. He needs to, well... The reason that he would make a torch is that it gives him light so he can still walk at night. And the fire and the stick will act as a weapon that he can use to defend himself. So it seems to be the best choice in this case. So that is the first step. So he hops down out of the tree and... He hops down out of the tree. He hops down out of the tree and he makes that torch and he starts a fire and he lights his torch aflame and now he sets off to the stream now so he's taken the next step now this stage of the growth spiral will repeat itself over and over until you achieve and reach uh, your next milestone or next sub goal and you repeat that continuously throughout these steps until you reach that final goal of reaching the Dragon Mountain. Now the beauty of the growth spiral is that it's fractal in nature. Now what do I mean by fractal? So when I say fractal I'm saying that if you take this system and you zoom in and you take it down to the level of a single small task in a day, then you would use the same series of steps. Or you could expand it out to your entire lifetime. You know, this is the, the goal that you want to achieve in your lifetime. The same series of steps applies. And the beauty of it is that you can apply a smaller growth spiral inside of a larger growth spiral. So you would be applying a growth spiral uh, to each of these incremental steps along the journey. So, for instance, getting to the stream is what I would consider to be a smaller uh, growth spiral, if you will. Now, what do I mean by that? Well... So, by setting a smaller goal, 
you've actually started the next growth spiral because you've now got a goal. The next step is to identify where you are currently. Then you make a plan. Say so his, his plan is now to make a torch so that he can progress through the forest at night and defend himself from animals to make it to the stream in the next hour, hour and a half. And what happens after he's taken all the steps required to get him to that goal? Well, you have the next stage, it's almost like a, a way gate, a uh, stage gate, if you will. The next stage is completion, which <clears throat> the only way to know if you've completed your, your goal is to continuously compare your reality with the description of the goal that you've set. And only once the description of reality matches the description of your goal have you achieved uh, your goal. That whatever size goal it is, once you've achieved it, then your reality matches the description of, of the goal. So he's completed it. Fantastic. What is the stage after? So at the moment we're talking about just the part of the journey where he's getting to that stream in the forest because that's that's a, a smaller task that he needs to complete in order to get himself out of the forest which getting himself out of the forest is a milestone and completing that milestone is getting him on his way towards the dragon mountain which is his final goal which becoming a dragon slayer to slay the dragon then allows him to achieve the final objective of fame and fortune and appreciation and reverence by the communities that you know surround that area because he wants to be rich and famous so what happens then so we're looking at that smaller segment so he's completed his goal he's got to the stream now what? What is the next stage in that smaller growth spiral? Well, the next stage after completion, so he's now at the stream, and that was his goal, so his reality is matching the description of his goal. Now what happens after that? So he's completed it, so the next stage is to celebrate. So, celebration, what does that look like? Well, the the size of the celebration, I should say, this is the same for all parts of the growth spiral. Each stage of the growth spiral matches uh, in size to the size of the goal and the size of the timeline required to achieve that goal. So if the goal that you set is going to take an hour, then you're probably going to be celebrating for one or two minutes. Whereas when our character reaches and completes his overall main objective, the level of celebration will probably last last for months or weeks or you know could last for years in reality. It all depends on the size of the originally set goal and objective. And that's the same for each step spend a lot more time and 
energy and effort in each of the stages depending upon the size of the goal. So the next step after completion is to celebrate. So having reached his objective, he pats himself on the back, gives some gratitude to the world and thanks, <laughs> thanks the forest for not letting him run into any monsters or wild creatures. And now he decides that it's time for the next stage. So after celebration, you have the next stage, which is to reflect and review. Now this is an essential step in the growth spiral. You should be reflecting and reviewing along the journey, but having a step in the growth spiral for reflecting and reviewing will give you the opportunity to really uh, set aside some time to think about what went well, what didn't go so well, and how can I improve on both of those things? And this is the power of the growth spiral. Because by reflecting and reviewing on that last segment of the journey, you can now take those lessons and apply them to the next segment of the journey. You know, you could recognize that, you know, it's really important to always have some form of, what would you say, uh, flame or fire making material. It's always important to have a flint and steel on you so that you can make that fire because fire is very versatile. And you're thinking that maybe that should be something that is created for travelers and adventurers. They need to have a survival kit that includes flint and steel, which is for making fire, and some tinder. Because that way they could probably get themselves out of a lot of different difficult situations if they had that available to them. Now that is reflecting and reviewing. You're learning from your experiences and your journey. Now you will naturally do this uh, through just experiencing really uh, it gets locked into your your mind and body but taking the time to actually reflect and review you get to actually see the tangible lessons that you're learning and record them if you want to and it allows you to actively apply them to the next to the next cycle now the beauty of the growth spiral, like uh, the, gro the growth spiral, it's actually a cycle. So it's a cycle of steps that you go around and each time you go around it, uh, you are creating something, you're achieving something, you're making something happen, you're learning. Now the reason I call it the growth spiral and not the growth cycle is that what you will find is that as you go around the cycle, you won't you won't finish that first cycle at the same place as when you started. You have progressed, you have grown in some way. So when you start the next cycle of the growth spiral, you're actually starting at a higher level, at a further along position in your journey. You've had more experiences, you've done more so you, you're not starting at the same place as when you did the first cycle, you're starting at a higher level. And thus you've got a spiraling effect. Each time you go around the cycle, you're spiraling higher and higher. 
growth spiral. So reflecting and reviewing is the final stage in the growth spiral. It's allowing you to now reflect back upon the journey, <clears throat> learn from it, <clears throat> and take those lessons and apply them to the next cycle. So he's at the river, fantastic. He's reflected and reviewed. Now, what is the next part? Well, with that cycle complete, he needs to start the next cycle, which in his overall journey and scheme of things is to uh, make his way to the bridge. So he's got himself to the stream. Now he needs to cross the bridge. So he saw that the bridge was another mile or so down the, down the stream. So what does he do? You know, that's his next goal. So he set a goal, he's got a plan that's going to take him from where he is to get to that goal, and he starts taking steps. And then when he gets there, he celebrates. Well, when he gets there, he's now completed that series of actions to get him there. So the cycle is complete, and now he can give himself a, a small celebration, actually appreciate and enjoy the journey, and then reflect and review on what it took to get him to there. Now that will repeat over and over until he achieves that milestone. And now the next growth spiral will be for the next milestone. And he'll break that milestone down into another series of steps. And this process will continue until finally he has reached the Dragon Mountain. And along that journey he has met a whole variety of amazing people, of people who have now become his friends, who have joined his party. He's met someone who had a similar goal of fame and fortune, and they thought they would do it by assisting a hero in slaying a dragon. So they've joined your party. Their goal and vision in life is aligned to your goal and vision in life. So it's it's a natural occurrence that they would join you upon your journey as a party member, as a friend, as a comrade. So what, what else, you know? Over that entire journey, he has learnt this merchant, our character, our main character here. He's learnt swordsmanship. He's learnt archery. He's gained the skills required for him to slay that dragon. He's had to fight many boss battles along the way. He's had to overcome great challenges and trials. And because of his experiences along the journey, he has now gotten himself into a, a state where he is now ready to face the dragon. He is strong. He has combat experience. He knows what it means to overcome great challenges and struggles. And he's built a team of people who are aligned to achieving the same goal. He's got armor. He's got the right tools for the job. And all of this stuff were milestones and, and goals, smaller goals along the journey. Some of these will require active pursuit in order to attain them. Others will just naturally come as the journey progresses. So he's at the dragon with his party of team members and they're ready to slay the dragon. But here's the thing, you know, his overall goal is fame and fortune. 
is wealth and prosperity. He does, and his means for achieving that is by slaying a dragon. But there is a, a distinction there. Slaying the dragon is a means goal. A means goal allows you to get to an end goal. The end goal is the wealth and the fame. The means goal, which is the means of getting him to that end goal, is by slaying the dragon. So he's there with his party, and he's looking and observing the dragon. It's at the base of the mountain chasing the sheep. Uh, it's obviously trying to hunt the sheep so it can eat them, eat them. But our hero, he's very smart. And he's done a lot of research on dragons. And he knows that they're very smart and very deadly. But this dragon seems to be struggling to even catch a sheep. The sheep, in fact, are running between its legs. It is as if the dragon cannot see the sheep. So the hero thinks for a moment. He understands that dragons are very wise. He understands that dragons are very intelligent and that they can also speak to humans. He is also aware that dragons are very deadly. And if he is to confront the dragon, it is very likely, in fact, that someone in his party will die. If not him, one of his friends. And he doesn't want that to happen. So he's looking for a way of resolving the problem with the dragon while achieving the fame and the fortune, getting reverence with the local communities and creating great wealth. He's looking for a win-win-win. Something where the dragon wins, something where he himself wins, and something where the townsfolk win as well. So he is ready for combat, but he approaches the dragon with his party in a non-threatening way. The dragon is immediately aware of their presence. It must be the clinking of their armor as they approach. The dragon calls out, Who is there? What do you humans want? The hero decides to ask a question. He says, Dragon, I notice you are struggling to catch the sheep. Am I able to help you with a problem that you have? Can I help you? And the dragon is surprised and he's a bit confused, but he decides to play along. He says, yes, I have great challenges with catching sheep. I am hungry and I wish to eat are you able to help me with that, human? And the hero then responds with another question. If I were to help you, what would that be worth to you? And the dragon responds, Well, I am hungry and I have not eaten in weeks. 
I would be very grateful if you could help me with this. And I would reward you handsomely with gems and gold. So the hero replies, Dragon, I can feed you. I can make sure that you're well fed for the rest of your life. Are you willing to trade gems and gold for such a service? The dragon replies after taking a pause and thinking. Yes, human, that <clears throat> that would be deeply satisfactory for me. I would reward you handsomely every time that I am fed. <clears throat> So, what we end up finding is that the original major massive goal that, the, that our hero has set of slaying a dragon for fame and wealth, he finds that along the journey and all of the experience he's learned has led to this moment where he has to confront the dragon. But he has a choice and an opportunity to do something different that will still result in the same outcome for himself. He still gets the opportunity for fame and fortune. He can just do it in a different way. And in this case, he's made an agreement with the dragon. Now the beauty of what he's done, he's found a way of creating wealth what he's going to do is he's going to go to the townsfolk and he's going to organize with this newfound wealth and with the promise of uh, preventing the dragon's scourge from harassing their villages anymore and he's going to organize for the villagers to deliver a few sheep each week from each of their villages going to take a few of the sheep from each of their villages and deliver them to the dragon so that the dragon is always well fed so that the dragon always has food ready for him to eat now the dragon no longer needs to go to the villages to steal sheep and harass the villagers so where does that leave us well, the villagers, the villagers are greatly thankful and appreciative the villagers are greatly appreciative and thankful for the fact that now the dragon will no longer harass them. So they reward the hero with great applause and the bards in the taverns sing tales of his exploits of how he managed to tame a dragon and speak to a dragon when no one else would how he was able to prevent the dragons from harassing the villagers and he achieves great wealth through this in fact one of his first lessons was about creating a survival kit for travelers and adventurers so that they would always have flint and steel available to them to help them through their trials as they progress through their journey. So he's making money from that. He is receiving 
golden gems from the dragon who has richly rewarded him for feeding him, basically, for providing him with that service. And because of his fame, now other keen young adventurers are coming to him seeking his knowledge and expertise so that they too can set out on their own adventures. So he has achieved that major goal, the goal of getting to the dragon. And in this case, he hasn't slayed the dragon, but that's okay. He still achieved the the major goal he set of fame and fortune. So now what's the next stage in this final massive overall cycle, growth cycle, growth spiral? Well, he gets to celebrate. So with what he has achieved, he holds festivities in the town for many weeks. And he's in the tavern drinking delicious apple cider. And he's telling the stories to those who will listen, along with his friends and the adventurers that journeyed with him on that grand adventure. He gets up and he decides to reflect and review by sharing a story with the listeners. And he recounts all of his exploits and his greatest achievements and and what he learned upon that journey. And he realizes that it was such a fun experience, that whole endeavor, that he wants to do it again. So this time round, he realizes that he doesn't need a tree to climb in order for him to set that next goal. With his wisdom and perspective now, he realizes that the best way of finding new opportunities would be to ask for them. <laughs> to ask the wisest men in the land, wisest women in the land, the leaders and the elders, what challenges they are facing. He goes to the nobles and the kings and asks them for quests. And he also receives information from the general public. From the adventurers' guild, he finds quests. And from all of this information, he takes the time to look through it and he finds the best and the greatest quests. And from those, he picks one or two, and they become his next goals for his next grand adventure. But now, on this next journey, he's not starting at zero. Having gone through a complete growth spiral, he's now heading into the next spiral, the next level. He's not starting off in the same place that he was as a merchant. He has progressed to a a hero with combat experience, entrepreneurial skills, and a wealth behind his name that he can now use for these future endeavors. His ability to achieve his goals is greatly increased. So the next 
endeavor that he sets out on is going to be a completely different experience and he's starting from a higher level. So now he's able to focus on different things and learn different things and refine what he already knows to greater levels. And that is what the growth spiral is about. It's a series of steps that take you from your everyday world to creating a goal to understanding where you're starting from, your starting point, to creating a plan that takes you from your starting point to your end goal, that once complete, you get the opportunity to celebrate what you have achieved. And then from that celebration, you take the the time to reflect and review upon the journey and take all the lessons and the learning and the growth from that cycle of action that has led you to that completed goal and from that reflection and review sometimes you will actually find your next goal but if not finding your next goal you will be able to greatly refine and, and decide upon the the, descri- the degree of descriptive uh, and what would you say? So the next goal that you set takes in all of the detail, all of the nuances and learnings that you've achieved by all of the nuances and learning that you've achieved by going on that previous journey you can now apply it to the current journey well the next the next segment the next well whatever the next spiral is whatever the next equivalent size of journey is and so you cycle and spiral upwards never ending in the same places you started, always growing in skill and potential and ability. And that's where it ends. And the thing about the growth spiral is it never ends. You're always spiraling higher. There's always another level and always another greater uh, degree of achievement that you can reach. So, That's where I'm going to end the story. I hope you gained a greater understanding of what the growth spiral is and what the podcast will be about in the future. It's going to be about how you can take and apply each of those steps in your everyday life to achieve amazing outsized results that are extraordinary and very uncommon. Hey, thanks for listening. It's now time for some bloopers. Ladies and gentlemen, we are having a few technical issues. Please hold on while we fix these technical issues.
insert elevator music. Elevator music. Hmm. Fascinating. What do I need to do? Do I need to press this? I don't know. 